Leticia Marsh. I am a community pharmacist in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I have a YouTube page I just started that's called Ask Pharmacist Tish, where I speak about the disparities of basically almost everything, but right now I'm focused on homelessness and importance of bringing that to the forefront of Charlotte. So can you tell me about your journey to becoming a community pharmacist? Um, I started when um, I was 16 years old. I was, I'm from Georgetown, South Carolina. So it's a very small town. So I figured my only options for a summer job were to do like Burger King or beg to work at the local Eckerd Pharmacy at the time. Um, so they gave me a shot and I just kind of stuck with it. I'm just a loyal person. So <laughs> stuck with it. Yeah. So I went, uh, started that as a pharmacist technician at 16 years old. Um, then I went to a couple of different colleges, ended up at Medical University of South Carolina, where I got my degree in um, pharmacy. And I've been doing it for over 20 years now. Wow. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. So uh, mental illness is very important to me as in 2019, I got diagnosed with uh, bipolar disorder okay. uh, too. And, uh, you know, uh, with my treatment is medication. So how important is understanding the right medication for mental health? It's, it's really everything. Like there are so many solutions, but mental health is such a delicate matter because you're dealing with the mind. And I've seen so many people, they, their blood pressures are jacked up. Their other disease states are out of check because they don't take care of the mental health. A lot of times, if you take care of your mental health, then you can control your blood pressure. You can keep everything um, at bay. But the medications there, a lot of people just feel like, well, I feel better now. So why keep taking it? Or why even take medications in the first place? I'm not crazy. I don't need it. Uh, But it's, it's just like having diabetes. You need medications to control your diabetes. You need medications to control your high blood pressure. So why not have medications to control like the bipolar, to control the ADHD, to control the anxiety, the depression, this, you know, just random generalized stress. Why not? And it helps. It really helps and increases your value, um, your quality of life. It's, it's absolutely amazing. But a lot of people, because of the stigma, they don't want to go forward or keep going with the medications. And that's so important to know that medications are your friend. They're not to destroy your life. They're to increase your quality of life. So how important is it to you to, you know, make a difference in your community and, you know, especially with your YouTube channel, let people know, you know, about the stigma, changing it and, you know, helping people with mental health issues. I mean, it's so important to me because I've, gone through, we've all gone through things in our life. We, we all have, I've gone through like major life events with my health and it just spiraled into some mental health factors that were probably already there that it probably just magnified because of life circumstances. It's, it's, it's so important for people to know. Um, it's, 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 it's very important. It's, it's, it's really hard to say. <laughs> No, it's true. Uh, And then what you're doing is, you know, I watched a lot of your videos on YouTube and what you're doing with the homeless. One, just asking about their lives is is big, but uh, 
you know, with homeless and mental health, there's, there's a big, you know, there's a lot of issues there. Yeah. But, uh, how is it for you to help them and then, you know, give them knowledge? Right. Yeah. Um, because, you know, fentanyl, that's like a really big thing now, you know, referring to the addiction factor. And a lot of times, you know, when you have trauma, I didn't know how much childhood trauma really plays into the lives of people and how it can just ruin your life as an adult. And it can cause the addictions. It can cause, um, you know, just to be homeless. Some people just can't pull it together. Um, I see a lot of judgment and, you know, even at one point in my life, maybe I'm like, Oh, get a job or whatnot. But when you really take the time to look at people, look at that one person and wonder what have they gone through in life? No one wants to be homeless. No one wants to live that lifestyle. And when you put yourself in those, in their shoes, you really want to dig in on, okay, how can this problem be solved? Um, so it's, just, it's, it's so important to bring awareness. I tell them, you know, okay, let, let's be real. I know you're doing the drugs. I know you have the addiction, but do you know about that fentanyl? Do you not know that it only takes a dust of fentanyl to like take your life away? Do you know that? So I, I bring awareness in that. Um, and I also call it the Mary and Martha's, you know, thing where in the Bible where, you know, you have your Mary and Martha, you have your Mary that's, you know, doing all, you know, the talking and getting to know Jesus. But, you know, Martha, she's like upset because she's doing all the work. In other words, it's just good to just listen to people. People just want to be heard. And you can find out a lot of solutions if you just take the time to listen and not assume what they want, but they hear what they want. So, I mean, I really learned that I was assuming maybe they need food, maybe needed this, they need that. But no, really, they really just need someone to help pull their life together. They really just need like mental health therapy and someone to kind of help them navigate the little things that we find to be little, like just getting an ID. Like having an ID is no big deal to you, right? To a homeless person, that's everything. They can't get anything accomplished without their ID. So it just helps out to just pull, you know, just to bring awareness and to them and to the public. So it's very important. I like that you what you said of, you know, just talking to them, which, you know, and understanding where they're coming from. And then you right. can help, you know, help just listen. You know, that goes a long way. It does. So what motivates you? Um, I'm nosy. I'm actually another person. <laughs> I mean, when I'm asking those questions on my Ask Pharmacist Tish YouTube channel, I'm literally, I'm, I don't have questions written down. I literally want to know those answers for myself. Like I'm zoned in and it's, the yeah, I don't understand. There's so much craziness going on in the background. It's, you know, there's a place called the wall and it's just so much, but I'm zoned in. I'm still kind of, you know, trying to be aware of my surroundings and stuff like that, or they want to talk to me, but it's, it's just so important to, to be zoned in and it's asked so question. I just, I just, I'm nosy. Um, I am a naturally compassionate person. I am a, a community servant. I'm a pharmacist. So I'm so used to doing it, you know, anyway, and getting paid for it, you know, from a pharmacy aspect, but I want to do things on my own and really take care of, you know, I love giving out medications and stuff like that. But what about the people who can't afford their medications? You know, I mean, we just take so many things for granted. And the United States and Charlotte is so beautiful. But then there's this other sector of a disconnect. And it can really be pulled together. But it's just so deep. And it's just like an ocean of 
what is going on, how to even chip away at it. But I just, I don't know. I just, I just love people. I, I genuinely love people. I love sharing information and I'm genuinely interested in what people have to say, even if I don't know them. Like, I want to ask you all your questions, but you know, that's not, that's for another time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that interesting. So, <laughs> uh, you know, when you say you, you know, you have your experience bipolar. Um, yes. that, yeah. So, you know, when we have bipolar, we're very interesting. <laughs> we're very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, a part of that is, you know, the, the no fear aspect is <laughs> where, right. why I created a TV station. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> but you need that off that drive. But like uh, yes. Angelina Jolie would say, as long as you keep everything in this proper place, you can just you can rule the world. But everything is all about keeping it in this place and keeping it harnessed. But yes, I understand where you're coming from. So, <laughs> so that, but you're doing that, amazing things. <laughs> thank you. But that's a good point of, you know, uh, what Angelina Jolie said, but uh, how tough is it with people who can't get the proper medication? Yeah, it's, 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 it's impossible. It's, I mean, I have this one gentleman, Mr. Willie, um, he, I refer to him as the bird man, and he is so naturally funny. He's genuinely a comedic person, but it's so sad to see how that schizophrenia, you know, which he's told me, so it's not hip or anything, um, how it's just, it just clicks in, you know, and how, how do someone like that, how do they stay on medications? You know, how they, they have no structure. They mind is just all over the place. So all you can really do is just talk with them and try to bring them back to normalcy, you know, because a lot of times the lines are blurred was, you know, normal was not normal. And, you know, what's reality was not reality. So I'm um, just, you know, just talking with him, he actually comes falls into line and can have a really good conversation. It gets a little weird at times, but still it's just, you know, I have so much, I enjoy him so much and I actually learn from him, you know? So, but it's, it's like I said, I'm really, Mike, I'm just really finding out how deep of an ocean of homelessness, how it is. This is not about having, not having a home. It's not about that. It's about that childhood trauma that's been unresolved that leads to addiction to mask the pain, to escape the pain of that trauma. That leads to not be able to have a cohesive lifestyle and to the point where you're homeless. You know, it's, it's, so I think mental health is, is the main focus. You know, like in the literature, they say the lack of housing is the main reason for homelessness, which is true, but what is deeper? What's the under, you can have a house all you want, but if your mental health isn't right, where you can be a, have a cohesive lifestyle, ha you're going to lose it, you know? So getting to that mental health is everything. And that's why I'm learning that how important it is to have your right mind. It's so important and to be able to maintain it. Well, you actually make a good point there of what are some of the things you have learned from just talking to uh, the homeless people in Charlotte? Um, like I kept keep saying that childhood trauma, I'm so glad I had a good childhood. I really did. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but I'm so glad I had, you know, structure, you know, a lot of these people, like if you go and you just look at the channel, like they've been abused in every kind of way, you know, emotional abuse is just every kind of abuse. It's, and that, that's what I really found out how blessed we are 
for the ones who had a normal childhood and who even are more blessed who went through that that childhood trauma and made it out of it but a lot of people in the middle they couldn't they didn't make it out they couldn't make it out so that's what I really learned that that childhood trauma leads to child you know adult trauma you know so um my salute I've I've been talking to them for a while and they don't need in Charlotte they don't need food Charlotte is excellent when it comes to taking care of the homeless, when it comes to food, they get the showers, they get the clothing, um, but they really need, like you're saying, they need to really hone in on that mental illness because that is the foundation of, from what I've seen in Charlotte, of the problem. They can get a house all they want, but if their mind isn't right, if that addiction isn't cured, what's a house when they're going to lose it in two seconds anyway? That's my, that's my humble opinion from being out on the, as I call the field and really talking with everyone. So what led you to create this YouTube channel to help out people and, you know, uh, amplify uh, their voices? Um, I, you know, being uptown Charlotte, I like to go to Chima's, you know, the Brazilian steakhouse. <laughs> and, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Try to stop. This is too much of a bad, expensive habit. Um, but you know, I'm coming, you know, I'm going to this nice five, you know, four or five star restaurant and then I come out and I'm like, looking at these homeless people and, you know, I'm just one, and then they're so kind, you know, and that's, a, and that's, a, and I don't want to touch on that point of their kindness, but I'm like, what, what, how am I to come out of this really nice restaurant and then see the, this other side where they just, you know, they don't know where they're going to sleep that night. You know, so that just, that always piqued my interest is that, that contrast. Um, also, what I've noticed is the kindness um, that, you know, a lot of times people think homeless people are very aggressive or is me, 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 or what can I get? No, it's, they're like a family. I've been giving gifts. Like they give me whatever they can. Now, of course, I don't ask for anything, but they want to give. They don't want to just take, 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 take. They want to give. And that's like one of the main things I've learned. And I've seen them give to each other. Like if they just want a nickel, they all trying to scratch up in their pocket to get a nickel. If they want a bottle of water, you know, they're like, oh, you know, they will go to the store or, you know, it's just amazing how they all are like a family, no matter what part of town I go to, I go to like Sugar Creek, area I go to the uptown area I go to what they call the wall near urban um urban ministry and they are so giving very loving people very giving they just they just need cohesiveness they need to get that mental health in check to be able to get back to uh what we call a normal lifestyle and be able to be self-sufficient um so but yeah I just I just I'm nosy I love people um, and just like I said, just coming out, you know, uptown Charlotte is all this richness, all these banks. And then here are these people here that just look, they just look at you. And I'm just wondering, what, what are you thinking? Like, what do you, what do you have going on? Like, how did you end up here? And, and But you're, you're still filled with joy. You're still smiling. You still give me a little wave and stuff like that. What makes you, you know, still, still tick, you know, well, I'm going home at night and you don't know where you're going to go. So that just piqued my interest. And I just wanted to be able to serve. So, what you do is amazing. I appreciate uh, that. Thank you. And I'm just getting started. I, I have a new yeah. nonprofit. My nonprofit is really, really new. So, I'm trying to navigate it, but I don't want to just, like I said, you know, just 
try to do what I think I, I think needs to be done. I want to do what they need done. So that's why I'm right now I, I haven't collected any donations or anything. I'm just kind of this like really seeing what the problem is. I really want to get to the problem. And from, you know, from what you express as well, it's really that mental health. It's not the housing, the lack of affordable housing, which it is, but it doesn't matter if you can't keep yourself mentally right, you know, to right. have that strength in you to be able to maintain it, you know? So the last, uh, I'm glad you said it. You, you're good at segues for me. Uh, <laughs> I can ramble, honey. <laughs> I, I'm probably not even answering your question. I'll probably just answer my own question. <laughs> I have, but, a little, I have a little ADHD, so I'm all over the place. <laughs> uh, the last thing I want to ask is, where do you want to see yourself and uh, the nonprofit, which is just getting started in the mm -hmm. next five years? My dream would be to, to move away from, you know, I love pharmacy. I love serving, you know, in that capacity, but I have to do it under uh, someone else's um, way of doing things. And I want to do it where I feel it's important to do under my own watch. And, you know, a lot, a lot of the homeless people, they love what Charlotte is doing. And I've never heard so many people that speak so highly of the people of their town. The homeless people love Charlotte and the people in Charlotte really do take care of the homeless. But I would like to really dig in more so into the foundational needs they don't like i said they don't need the food they don't need the clothes or whatever they really need that mental health so if i can get have my dream would be is to have like a mental health therapist to zone in on like sponsor one person at a time and start them from the beginning all the way to the housing that would be my dream take care of their addiction take care of their mental health um give them resources to you know get from that point a to that point housing so that would be my dream. That's my dream for the um, nonprofit. That's amazing. And uh, just so. <laughs> just talking to you, uh, I know it's going to happen. You're very uh, motivated. So. so. Yeah, I mean, the people they motivate me. I look. I actually look forward to being with them. I mean, they're like my little family. If you'll see me, they'll come to my car, and we just talk. And they tell me, you know, like, what's up with y'all? And they're like, you know, what's up is the wall. I was like, well, I'm pretty sure something else going on today. <laughs> You know, I don't talk to them like they just have one thing going on, which is just being homeless. It's like, what else you got going on? So, you know, and I always ask in my interviews, what's your game plan? I want them to have hope. When you have life, you still have hope or vice versa, however that goes. Have hope. You know, I mean, I, when I go out there, I go out there, I smell nice. I look nice. I want to inspire the women. You know, you're still a woman. You're still beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Let's get out there. You know, let's try to pull it together. What we need, what we need to do, ladies, what we need to do, guys, you know? So, I mean, I know it sounds like kind of cliche or whatever, but, you know, people just need to be heard and they need hope and they need, and a lot of times people just need that extra pulling together for them. I mean, you know, you've probably been at really low points and you probably had someone to help you out. I've been at really low points and I had someone to help me out. Some of these people, they are at really low points. They have nobody, nobody to be like, get your butt up, let's go and do this. Or how are you feeling? They don't have that. So hopefully at a, at a baseline, you know, way, I just can give them that little bit of you know, how are you doing? Let's go. What we need to do, you know, okay, let me help you piece, you know, point A to point B or whatever like that. So 
Uh, how can people reach out to you? Um, my email. Um, so I have a YouTube channel called Ask Pharmacist Tish, and all of my information is on there. I have like a community number. I have a, um, a website. I'm not a website, not yet. I have a, um, what do you call it? Uh, email address. And just reach out. Um, if y'all like to um, help out with the cause, you know, is like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm still working hard. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not pressed for the money. I'm so hustling <laughs> for myself. <laughs> I mean, so but I really, you know, I, I love taking things out to them. I even took, I know this is going to sound weird, but you know, for the ladies, they're like, okay, I like your hair. I say, okay, I could bring you one too. So I take them out wigs, honey. <laughs> I, <laughs> and I came back around and they had on the wigs and they were feeling so much more lively they like look i got my wig on and i'm like okay yeah and you feel better when you feel better that gives you more hope to be like okay what's the next step in life you know so hopefully this you know just little things just the little things you know you know give the ladies little uh, makeup bags you know just just you know with little lotions and stuff to put on their hands just little stuff to bring them back to the normalcy of life that life is good and it doesn't have to just stay here you don't have to be stagnant there are other things going on so let's pull it together we can do it <laughs> that's well i want to thank you for taking the time to talk to me and uh what you're doing and sharing your message all right well i appreciate you mike i i really do re uh, appreciate you reaching out you know allow me on your platform and to just bring more awareness and y'all when y'all see a homeless person just say hello i mean they're really giving it's not about just give, 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 or what they're going to use the money for or whatnot. I mean, because when they can, they do give. I, I have the gifts to show it. It's not like anything super amazing. It's not hot or anything. But, you know, it's just, <laughs> I like to be funny too. But um, <laughs> it's, it's just, I mean, they will give and they give to each other. I have like this one guy, he carries around literally, he's like, I'll consider him a good friend. He carries around a suitcase of clothing and stuff. And whenever someone says, I need, I'm hungry. He pulls out a bag of chips. When they say, I need some more pants, he pull out pants. And this is a homeless person that is serving other homeless people, you know? So it's just, it's, it's a lot of love. It's a lot of giving. They just need, they just need that extra. And all, at yeah. times we all need that extra. We have people to back us up, but who do they have? So be that person, be that, be that person to give them that backup or just to give them that hope. And that would, and that would go so far. Well said. And then with your content and this interview, I'll add a QR code so okay. people can go back to, uh, to you. All right. I appreciate that. That'd be great. Yes. So <laughs> yeah, check out the content and everything. And, um, you know, some of the stuff is funny, you know, I mean, it is, it's, you know, it's just life, you know, you know, yeah. if because you're homeless, I don't doesn't, doesn't mean you're sad and depressed or whatever. It's still, you know, it's still life. They're still funny. They, I mean, they'll tell me the raw stuff. They tell me the funny stuff. They tell me the hurtful stuff, but it's still their lives. And there's still, there is still hope. And they, and they still have that strength in them to want to become back integrated into society and to contribute and give because they do it on their level. So they definitely will do it on just the, the main level. So.